There's a chance for Mule and Burroughs. They score! And the Mules score! Scores! Three in a row for the Mules! Duke has to put it up at the buzzer! It's good! And the Mules win it! Coming to you from Allentown, Pennsylvania, welcome to the Mule and Mules podcast. Each episode, we'll talk to the coaches, staff, athletes, and alumni who make up the Muhlenberg Athletics family and are proud to call themselves Mules. And our guest on this very first episode of the Muhlenberg Mules podcast is who else? The Muhlenberg Mules Athletic Director, Lynn Tubman. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to be the first guest. Yeah, I can say unequivocally that you're the best guest we've ever had on this podcast. And I'd uh, like to hear that. <laughs> And now we'll see if you set the bar really high or really low. Um, be- I'll do my best. Before we get started, we should mention that if you have any questions or comments for our podcast, you can email us at mulespodcast at muhlenberg.edu or call our pod line at 484-664-4001 and leave a message. We will answer the questions in a future episode. So, Lynn, you're just starting your third year as Muhlenberg's first permanent female director of athletics. And let's see what happened in your first two years. You had the football team reaching the NCAA Elite Eight for the first time, then reaching the final four the next year, and hosting a game televised by ESPN. Muhlenberg hosted Centennial Conference Championships in track and field and wrestling. The men's soccer team won the ECAC championship, and we had a pandemic. So uh, pretty much how you expected your first couple of years to go, right? Absolutely. And I I do joke with our staff that I, I take all the credit for all the positive things that have happened. But truthfully, I think I've been so fortunate to come into a situation with some very strong veteran coaches who, as well as some new coaches who have done really well and had a lot of success and just a great team. We all have our strengths and weaknesses and we rely on each other with those strengths and, we- uh, strengths and weaknesses and uh, it's worked and I feel very fortunate. I- I came at the right time. So you said you take credit for all the for all the good stuff, right? But but not you don't take the blame for the bad stuff, right? Well, somebody has to take the blame, and you know most most of the times I will be the one to get the blame. But there haven't been too many situations that you know have come up that have been difficult to deal with. And I think that says a lot for the leadership at the institution as well throughout the department. The pandemic. That was certainly the biggest challenge for everyone across the nation. Nobody knew what we were doing or how to handle it, but I give a lot of credit to uh, the leadership at Muhlenberg. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the pandemic, um, obviously um, athletic directors at at every school in the country and probably in other countries too had to had to deal with this. But uh, you have a a little bit of a different perspective than maybe some other ADs, and and like to talk about that a little bit today. In that you had two daughters in college when everything shut down in mid March. One one has since graduated, and and one is still in college. What was it like um, trying to manage all the sudden changes, uh, both in your job at Muhlenberg and and at home, uh, while all this was was going down and things were changing so quickly? It was interesting to say the least and I do I think overall being a parent of college aged daughters has helped me in this part of a time in my career and you know until you're there in that moment you don't realize the benefits but it has allowed me to look at things from a different perspective um, and I think it's been helpful and the I also have the advantage of seeing how some other institutions handle the pandemic and compared to Muhlenberg. And again, 
across the country. Nobody knew what we were getting into. Um, we all did our best. And um, I just give a lot of credit, as I mentioned earlier, to the leadership at Muhlenberg. You know, interim at the time, President Kathy Herring had been in the institution 30 plus years. So she understands the Muhlenberg community and was able to utilize that and really provide the, the community what we were looking for in these difficult times. Um, the ability to stay engaged, to make people know that we were still available and we still cared and still provide an experience in a very, very different platform um, and not ideal and not perfect, but provide an experience that was, I, I thought, impressive and favorable. Uh, you know, I've also worked at six other institutions and I keep in touch with a lot of my colleagues to not only what I got to experience as a parent of a senior, right, which is, you know, it was hard for everybody, but the seniors that were graduating, the seniors at Muhlenberg and at institutions across the country, you really, your heart went out for them because they worked very hard for four years and they were used to certain traditions um, and they lost a lot of those tra traditions. And what I felt Muhlenberg did really well was try to keep many of those traditions in a virtual platform. I thought we did an exceptional job of convocation and conferral of degrees, much more so than, you know, what I experienced as a parent. And I think those graduation packets that were sent out to the seniors were spot on. They just did an all-around fabulous job. And I think it's all about community, and that's one of Muhlenberg's strengths. So the size of the, the campus, the institution, lends itself to be able to be in a tight-knit community of caring individuals that give a lot of individualized attention at a time where students were looking for that. Yeah, you mentioned uh, that was a time that was obviously uh, very difficult, you know, especially for the for the graduating seniors. What what was the timeline like for you in, in, in the three different institutions that you dealt with? Was was Muhlenberg the first one to to shut down or uh, were you? Uh, I know there was a lot of confusion and, and uh, people uh, making decisions, you know, in, in, in different orders. What, what, what was the timeline like for you uh, and your family? Yeah, it's certainly interesting. Um, I look back at March and think, wow, we really had no idea the extent of what this what this pandemic was going to look like. But I do think Muhlenberg, um, because we have some expertise in public health, had a pretty good idea and uh, reacted a lot quicker than other institutions. I can't remember specifically, but I think the MBA may have been first <laughs> to uh, stop competition. Uh, but I think Muhlenberg was soon after, and I, I, I do remember um, making those tough decisions and those heartbreaking decisions. We played our men's lacrosse game that I think it was a Wednesday evening. Uh, then we met as a department, and we were making decisions on the fly about baseball and softball and women's lacrosse, and. At that moment, I don't think I really understood the severity of the virus and the pandemic. And my focus was on the student athletes and trying to get one more contest in or, you know, one more game in for these seniors and not realizing maybe the danger, you know, we were putting them in. Uh, we were following the guidelines from public health and from the institution and following what the institution was doing. But looking back on it, I don't think anybody knew, you know, the risks that were, were 
potentially we were working with at the time. Um, and then my daughter's institutions, I think, right after Muhlenberg made the announcement, uh, their institutions made similar announcements. And, you know, from a parent's perspective, I, I got to see what college students wanted to do. They were leaving their college potentially for the semester. They wanted to go out with their friends and one last time to be together because they didn't know when they would be returning. I don't know as a parent, I made the best choice. I told them to be safe, uh, not to go out into large crowds, you know, wash their hands, but I didn't, I guess, deter them from spending time with their friends one last time. And, and even when they returned home, uh, they said, boy, we probably didn't make good choices at that time. We didn't realize how serious this was. Um, we're thankful that, you know, nobody was sick, but I think we learned a lot. And in the coming days, and we know from this pandemic, things change daily. The more we learned, the more we realized what we had to do to, to stay safe. Um, and I think both as a parent, we did that in our home, and then institutionally, I think Muhlenberg did a really good job with that. Yeah, and you know, you you said that uh, you know everything's cha- everything changes. Uh, there were times in in March, obviously, when it, it seemed like from day to day, but but even since then, uh, things things changed uh, week to week. Uh, you know, the decisions uh, that we're dealing with now, not to have fall sports. Um, you know, that changed uh, from the Centennial Conference in 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 a quick period of time. And, and I guess there's a lot of uncertainty that has that that has been difficult on you know athletes and and coaches who are used to a certain schedule and 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 have maybe followed you know a certain schedule of of events for a, for a long period of time how you know both as a as an athletic director and a, and as a parent how, how how do you deal with that kind of uh and, and uncertainty and and just not not knowing you know what the next directive is going to bring with new information yes, it wasn't it's been challenging for sure and i think I mean, that's the one thing throughout this, the six months, you know, as a department, we talk about just understanding that that we're not the only ones going through this and be prepared. I know the big big catch word everybody was using, the ability to pivot. And um, well, you're you're a former basketball player, right? You should uh, (laughs) you, you, you should know how to pivot, right? getting how hard it is for these student-athletes to be home and 
isolated for six months and not in their their normal routine. And a lot of them are struggling with mental health issues. And we have to remember all the cascading consequences of, of what's happened during this pandemic. And as a parent, it's been hard, too. I, I've seen both of my daughters. They try to make the best of it, but struggle with not being able to socialize to the level they were used to, uh, being home and, and not as engaged with their friends, and then not knowing what the future held for them academically. Would they be returning to campus? Would they be learning remotely? And, you know, that waiting, that they nobody likes to continue to wait with uncertainty. They kind of want to be able to have a plan and know what they're doing uh, in the coming months. And, you know, we've gotten through it. I have my youngest headed to New York City for an internship while she does a semester remotely. And then my oldest is going to be traveling to the University of Edinburgh for graduate school. And she received her visa and we're she's leaving on Sunday. So I'm excited that they have an opportunity to uh, you know, move on after this six months together, which has been very nice. Yeah, for sure. You know, one of your jobs as as athletic director, uh, sometimes and sometimes I'm sure not the most pleasant part of your job is is talking to con- other concerned parents. You know, parents of Muhlenberg athletes, as as some of these decisions have been made. Have you? Um, I imagine it's benefited you that you can talk to them not just as athletic director Lynn Tubman, but also as as Mrs. Tubman, a a, a, a fellow parent of of college students. One hundred percent. As soon as I relay to them, I have college-age daughters. Uh, I, you know, you feel almost a, a sigh of relief. Okay, she understands. <laughs> she understands. You know, the challenges we're facing. And even though you know my daughters weren't student athletes, I still think it's very relatable. They were still passionate and involved in other activities. So I. I'm always able to make those connections with parents, and it does. It makes the conversation so much easier. So I guess if there's any other uh, athletic directors listening to this podcast, um, we can just give them some advice and say, if you get a call from a parent, just tell them that you have a a son or daughter in college, too, and that'll make the conversation (laughs) go much smoother, right? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Tricks of the trade, right? (laughs) So so Muhlenberg is just finishing up. It's... uh, First week of being open uh, for the semester, which started on uh, Monday, August 24th. Um, and, and from your perspective, how, how is everything going so far? I think it's going well. I think it's eerily quiet on campus, even in the Life Sports Center for the first week. I think that we had a lot of first years on campus. They're still getting acclimated to school and facilities and might not be comfortable or aware of what's available completely. I think we probably do a great job at orientation and communicating that, but when you're a first-year student, sometimes, you know, you go through a lot of different emotions, and it's just challenging, right, to get acclimated to campus. So there have not been a lot of people in the Life Sports Center using the facilities. I do think we'll see an increase, especially with um, our student-athletes starting their strength and conditioning programs with Coach Thomas. I think we'll see more people using the facility, and hopefully we can uh, send the message out to the non-student-athletes to get involved in some of the appropriate 
recreational sports that we can keep a distance. Um, and as we see improvements, hopefully we can increase our offering. But I think it's I think it's gone well. I think you know we will continue to send the message to the student athletes that our goal this year is there's no competition. There's no conference championships. There's no fall championships in the NCAA. So our goal this semester should be let's successfully get through this semester safely and healthy so that everything is going well and we can look forward to a spring where we can all start competing again. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, the Life Sports Center being uh, eerily quiet. Just having been on campus uh, a couple of times in, in the past uh, week or so, it is kind of it has been kind of awesome and, and really a, a a breath of fresh air just to see activity on campus and and people around, uh, e- even if it's not as much as you're used to. Um, after five months of the campus being dormant, um, you know, and, and pretty much deserted, it has to give you some hope and optimism just to just to see. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of, uh, of young people back on campus. I 100% agree. It's definitely been a breath of fresh air, uh, even to get back into the office uh, and see some of the coaches in person and uh, other colleagues on campus and meeting some of the students at the temperature check station of the Life Sports Center. Um, it has been nice to uh, see lights back on campus. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Lynn Tugman, Athletic Director at Muhlenberg College. This is the first episode of the Muhlenberg Mules podcast, and we'd like to end all our episodes with asking some more kind of fun questions that are a little bit off the wall and and will help uh, our listeners get to know our guests personally. So, Lynn, what is your, uh, we'll start with, what's your favorite quote and why? especially relevant at this time where, where we're trying to, uh, as a country, you know, defeat, win against uh, 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 something that's threatening us. And, and, you know, we need to, we need to prepare uh, and, and do a good job to be able to do that. So that's a, that's a good quote. Um, who did you see at your first concert? So my very first concert, I'm aging myself, and I would bet there's not one student athlete that has ever even heard of this person. So I'm going to share with you a couple first concerts. It's really, um, as a, a child, my mother took me to a Bobby Vinton concert. And I'm not even sure you know who Bobby Vinton is, but you might. Do you? I do. Oh, I'm impressed, Mike. I'm aging you as well. Yes, thank and you. And then my first college 
college concert, um, I got to see Whitney Houston open. She was the opening act for Luther Vandross. Ah, very, very good. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was cool. That that must have been fun, yeah. And uh, what's your favorite movie? Princess Bride is my favorite movie. Yeah, I I like old movies as well with a lot of um, strong female characters, but I I think Princess Bride is one of the top movies. As well as, I would say, to give a shout-out to my colleague, Megan Petruno, we both can quote, many lines from the 1980s movie Airplane, and we are probably the only two people in the office that think we're funny, uh, but we also, we often quote uh, lines from Airplane. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay. I am, and please stop calling me Shirley. Okay, last one for you. If you could sit down and have a meal with any one person, living or past, who would it be? Oh, okay. Living Bruce Bader Ginsburg. Uh, I think two very, very strong women in the pre-Title IX era. And as a woman in athletics, and I played in the 80s, um, and I don't think I've truly appreciated what the women pre-Title IX had to do and fight for to give athletes today the opportunities that they have. And so that Pat had summit certainly would be that person, but you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg certainly did it on a whole other level for women. All right. So good good answers to all those questions. Lynn, thanks for taking the time to join us on the very first edition of the Muhlenberg Mules podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks again for having me. Go Mules. The Muhlenberg Mules Podcast is a production of the Muhlenberg College Office of Athletic Communications with Joe Widener, Zoe Keim, and Marty the Mule. If you have any questions or comments for us or our guests, email us at mulespodcast at muhlenberg.edu or leave a message on the Mule pod line at 484-664-4001. If you like us, please rate and review us and recommend us to your friends or your enemies. We're not picky. If you have suggestions on how we can make this better, please contact us. For the latest in Muhlenberg sports, visit muhlenbergsports.com or follow us on social media at M-U-H-L underscore S-P-O-R-T-S. Until our next episode, Go Mules!